You are now listening to the homily of Father Charles Dominic, priest of St. Patrick's Cathedral from the Diocese of Bridgetown in Barbados. This service is provided by the Lexio Divina team, part of the LOV Verbum Day ministry, who invites you all to share this reflection and their love for the Word of God. The Gospel is the good news of salvation for mankind. That salvation is only through Jesus Christ. As Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. Greetings to all listeners, including the Love Urban Day family members, also the Logical Bible Study Ministry, as you collaborate with the Love Urban Day Ministry. Men and women, spreading the word of God, bringing the people closer to our Lord Jesus Christ. I greet you on the, as we celebrate the 30th Sunday of Ordinary Time, and I greet you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I pray the Lord will continue to bless you in the work that you do. It is by exploring the word of Christ that we root ourselves in him, deepen our relationship with him, and see his presence in our life. Now, let's read the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 18, verses 9 to 14, in preparation of today's homily. Jesus spoke the following parable to some people who prided themselves on being virtuous and despised everyone else. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisees stood there and said this prayer to himself, I thank you God that I am not grasping, and just adulterous like the rest of mankind, and particularly that I am not like this tax collector here. I fast twice a week, I pay tithes on all I get, the tax collector stood some distance away, not daring even to raise his eyes to heaven. But he beat his breast and said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This man, I tell you, went home again at rights with God, the other did not. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but a man who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. And so, in none of us, no one likes to be shown up by someone who thinks they're better than us. Sometimes even in church, people, because of their own pieties and, and, uh, and holiness, sometimes make them feel, make others feel as if they're not as good the way one prays reveals not only the relationship with God, but also one's relationship with other people. Prayer cannot be self-assertion before God, and sometimes prayer can turn out to be an occasion for about boasting about oneself or about you know the things that we've been one's been able to accomplish, which is that's not what prayer is all about. Last week in the parable. With the old woman and the judge, we learned about the need to pray con- constantly. While this week, that theme of prayer continues, but more 
saw in how we ought to pray, how we ought to pray. The tax collector, he, he, he goes into the temple to pray and he represents those who are receptive to the prophet, to Jesus. He, like the other students, were the ones seeking the company of Jesus. The Pharisee at prayer represented the other Pharisees and all the people, the scribes and those who rejected Jesus, and by extension also rejected God. The tax collector asked for mercy and is granted mercy. His sins are forgiven. He did not consider himself righteous, but God did. He did not, he, he, he went there and he said he beat his breast as a sign of, as a sign of acknowledging his own sinfulness. The Pharisee asked for nothing and he received nothing. All he did was say, this is who I am. I'm a wonderful person. I'm a great person. Here I am, Lord. He felt he was perfect. His prayer is all about himself. It is false. The Pharisee was a religious leader and he stood upright as was the customary position to pray. His hands are raised and he prays that he is not greedy, he's not dishonest, he's not an adulterer. He fasts more than is required as he does so twice a week. And really it was only once a year that was needed. He prayed his tithes or his, his 10%, uh, you know, not only on his wages, but on all his possessions. His description of himself, of himself is accurate. He is a good Pharisee. He's a good Catholic. But is he, a, is he the kind of, is he a, a good Christian? I put good in inverted commas. So his mistake was to judge the tax collector even if his estimation of the tax collector was accurate because yes, the tax collectors collected taxes. They kept some of the money. They got rich off of the backs of their own people like Zacchaeus. Matthew is also a tax collector. But yet, Jesus called Matthew. Jesus called Zacharias, um, Zacchaeus to come to his house. Tax collectors were not like because they cheated their own people. And they got rich. They took their cut from the taxes. But it wasn't for the, ta the Pharisee to be the judge. It was for the tax collector to recognize his own need for forgiveness. And it was for God to make the final judgment. As it is, and it is God to make the final judgment. The Pharisee spoke highly of himself and takes credit for his successes. He also makes himself out to be better than the tax collector, as we often so like to do. So, but we stand as one of the characters in the story, and we have to decide where we stand. All these stories, the parables that Jesus spoke, and we listen to and read about, we have a place in the story. It is possible that we are at times like both men, and yet we should really be like the tax collector. Not only should we pray constantly, but we must come to God in humility. That's, that's the greatest difference, is walking to pray. We can pray and we can say lots of words, but where's the humility? Where's the contrition in heart? Where is that, in a sense, um, releasing ourselves to God and God's mercy? So the parable we hear today may resonate with us and cause us to think about how we approach God. And yet God already knows us and what we need. There's no need for us to highlight a litany of our achievements. God knows them and we have achieved them because of God. And even as we sing, we don't have to give a whole list of all the bad things that we have done. But perhaps like the tax collector, simply approach God beating our breast and recognizing we are sinners in need of God's mercy. 
This parable is not to discourage religious and pious practices, but it is to challenge us to think about the reasons why we do those religious things, why we do those pious things. Sometimes we can look good in the eyes of the world and yet not look good in the eyes of God. So we approach God in humility and not with self-righteousness. God knows us better than we know ourselves. Even as we acknowledge who we are, even as we acknowledge our achievements, it is God who deserves the glory. Paul reminds us of this. If there's any glory, it belongs to God. So we pray constantly, but we also have to come to God in humility, seeking God's mercy, seeking God's forgiveness. Each of us has sinned, and, and as we have come to God, and as we come to God in prayer, we cannot force God's hand. But with constant prayer and faith, we believe that God will hear us and answer us. But we also come with constancy in the humility that we, that we approach God with. And even as we pray and it is not answered, we must also be humble enough to accept the result. In the end, we can be like the Pharisee who tells God all the lovely things about, about himself, about ourselves, but never actually asking for mercy, never actually asking for God's forgiveness. Or we can be like the tax collector who recognizes his need for forgiveness. He comes to God asking for mercy and goes home a forgiven man. So each of us has to choose what will we decide to do? Be like the Pharisee or be like the tax collector? I pray that these words have been an inspiration to you. And I pray that the Lord will continue to bless and nourish you wherever you are. And may Almighty God bless you in the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lectio Divina team hopes that this homily has helped you to deeply welcome the Word of God and gave you the strength to put the Word into practice where you are. You can send us your prayer intentions by emailing them to us using the following email address love underscore verbundei at outlook.com All these prayer intentions will be prayed for in our daily Angelus group call on WhatsApp and also during our different weekly prayer groups gathering both in person and online. Check our website in the description for days and times. If this only has enlightened you or touch you in any way, please share it with your relatives, friends, community and on your social media. Have a blessed week.